What's going on, brothers and sisters? This is the Reverend Jared Webb coming to you from Divining Minds Podcast. And yes, this is my first episode of the Divining Minds Podcast. And I want to get right into today's topic. It's not your cross to bear. Today's topic is one that is very heavy on my heart, one that is in my mind because it is something that many of us as parents deal with regardless of the age of your children and that is carrying the burdens of your children mistakes yes carrying the burdens of your children mistakes me and my wife the reverend dr renita webb we have four kids We have a 22-year-old son, Jared Jr. We have a 20-year-old son, Gerard, a 9-year-old daughter, Rain, and a 2-year-old daughter, Ryan. So as parents, we cover the whole spectrum (laughs) from young, toddler age to nine-year-olds. We've been through the pre-teenage stage. We've been through the teenage stage. And now we are in the adult stage. And not only that, we have two grandchildren. Well, we have three grandchildren. So we cover all areas of childhood. And so we have been through a lot, I would say, as parents, And like many of your parents. And the reason why this topic is so heavy on my heart. Because I see so many parents dealing with the mistakes of their children. And always trying to fix those mistakes. Now I'm not saying as parents you shouldn't feel some type of responsibility when your children make a mistake. That's just part of being a parent. I don't care if you uh, uh, a 50-year-old with a 30-year-old child. When your children do something that is outside of what you taught them, you're going to feel a certain responsibility. It is what it is. I think that's just called good parenting. But I look at a lot of situations today. You know, my wife been in the school system for 16 years. I have worked in the school system as a substitute teacher long term, did a lot of long term jobs um, as a football coach. Literally, I have worked as a mentor for mentor group. I have taught uh, Sunday school for years, taught uh, vacation Bible school for years. I have taught (laughs) um, youth church for years. So I have had a lot of experience myself with children and with teenage children. And I have seen a lot of parents throughout these years try to fix every mistake that their teenage kids are making to the point where The parent themselves are being worn out, trying to fix children's mistakes. And there are a lot of grown-ups with grown kids that are in their 20s and 30s and 40s 
that I have seen try to fix every mistake that their adult human being is making. And I have to say this as a parent. It is not your responsibility to try to fix every mistake your child make. And at a certain age, it's not your responsibility to fix any mistakes that a child makes. I would say this because I have been through it and I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, like I said, that we are grandparents and it's not because we did not teach our sons about abstinence, not having sex before marriage. We did. I had a conversation with them. Me and my wife both talked to them about, you know, how God views the relationship between a man and a woman, a marriage relationship, that he looks at that relationship the same way as he looked at his relationship with the church. And we had in-depth talks about sex before marriage, you know, that as Christians, we should be against sex before marriage. That is not um, something that we should engage in, that we should avoid it. You know, we preach abstinence. We preach, you know, not to get engaged into sexual act of any kind. You know, this certain things that you think is innocent can lead to other things because hormones and feelings get going. We have had these talks with my sons. And I'm a realist, so I'm real about things because I know that as human beings, we have free will, especially when boys and girls, they get into the teenage years, hormones start to kick in. So not only did we have the conversations about sustaining from sex, not getting engaged into sexual acts, not until you're married, but because I know how teenagers think and hormones and all the things that are on TV and the music, it, it, it is geared up for to get you aroused. That I had conversations with my sons about protective, protecting themselves. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> when they are involved into a sexual act. Now, I ain't say go out here and have sex. No, but I had to make sure that I covered all the areas. Because as human beings, we have what is called free will. And yet, my sons, both of them, still had children out of wedlock. Now, that made me as a parent, as a man of God, as a preacher, teacher of the word of God, it made me look at myself. What did I do wrong as a parent? <clears throat> what did I do wrong? What, especially as a black male, raising black males, what did I do wrong? Was it I didn't walk a certain way? Was it I didn't talk to them a certain way? And it became something heavy on me. And I started to look at the situation as if I was the one that laid down and had the kids myself. I mean, and as parents, I think sometimes we get so involved in trying to fix 
our children mistakes that we start to look at those mistakes as our own mistakes and that's how i started to look at this situation is it, it what what did i do wrong as if i'm the one that laid down with the individuals and then i had to realize something once me and my wife had a conversation that is not nothing that i did wrong it's the fact that as human beings, we have free will. And 16, 17 year olds, 18, 19 year olds, they have the sensibility, the responsibility, and know how to avoid things if they want to. So it's not my responsibility to fix it because I didn't make the mistake. So it's not my burden to bear. Do I like the situation? No. But the only thing I can do now is give them advice on how to be a dad. But even that far is only so far I can go on that because they have to write their own book. And parents, we have to look at it like this. Our children have their own story that they have to write. And because they have their own story that they have to write, there are going to be some things that they're going to experience. Regardless of how we raise them, regardless of the things that we have taught them, they have to experience things for themselves. And there's, there's sometimes that my sons and your children, they hear you. They hear what you're saying. They understand what you're saying. And they actually listen. But there's going to be some things in this world that they have to experience on their own. And there's going to be some mistakes that they have to make. And make those mistakes. They have to be responsible to fix it. That you can't run out here and fix everything that's going on in their life. And, and this is more towards those parents that are, have teenagers and adult children. They have to make mistakes. But I also thought about like this, even your young ones, our nine-year-old and our two-year-old, we, we, we give them some responsibilities. You know, put your toys away. That's a responsibility. If they don't do it, they have to suffer the consequence because they have to learn at a young age, you know, put your clothes away. I, I we'll wash them, but you know how to fold the nine-year-old. So fold your clothes and put them away. Hang them up on a hanger. You know, we have to give them certain things that they are responsible for. So they'll learn some responsibility and then they'll learn if they don't do it. There are consequences. And see, I think too many times in those who can that work in the school system know this, that there are so many parents. They don't make their kids responsible for nothing. Like I said, I've been some five years. I've seen it all. And I do mostly middle school and high school. And, and I have seen in some of y'all been teaching. Like my wife been in education 16 years. There are some of y'all that's been teaching 20 years. You know this. You have seen parents put the, own, the blame and ownership of the teachers and the administration instead of on their children when they do something that is out of pocket. And the parents are not making those kids responsible for their actions.
And because of that, that same child, he or she comes back to the school day after day, year after year, making the same mistakes. Because the parents is now either putting the burden on somebody else by saying it's your fault that the child is not doing what they're doing. Or they put ownership on themselves instead of putting the ownership on the child. Now, there's some times in our lives as parents, we ain't always do the right thing. It is what it is. We ain't always do the right thing. And now our children are walking some of the same paths that we are walking. And we take on blame. Now, if your child saw you do some things that you shouldn't have been doing and they grew up and saw these things, yeah, you have to be responsible for to a certain extent. But yet, because we have free will and we have the know-how to do what's right and wrong, that child still has to be held responsible. Those that are old enough for their actions. I think about, and, and as some parents, no matter how well fine line that you have walked, no matter how well you taught your children, no matter how well of example you have been, your children are going to make certain mistakes. It is just, it's what it is. It's life. You did it. Your brothers and sisters did it. Your uncles and aunts, your parents did it. You didn't do everything your mom and daddy taught you. You did some things that were wrong. You might not have got caught by the people. Some, but God knew. So there's going to be some things, no matter how well you walk, no matter how well you talk, that your children are going to do. And I think about it like this. Adam and Eve. Let's think about this. They were in the Garden of Eden. They had everything they wanted. It was God came to them and had conversations with them as if your parents were coming to your house to sit down and have Sunday dinner with you. See, the, the, the experience that they had with God was not for a day. It was years they, they, they were in the Garden of Eden, sitting there, learning from God, listening to God. God taught them. God told them what, to not, what not to do. But yet, they were tricked by the serpent and they failed to obey God. So if Adam and Eve who walked with God, who, who, who was there in the garden with God, having casual conversations with God, still failed to temptation of the world, why are you as a parent think that your teachings and the line that you walk, that your children are not gonna make mistakes? It's life. Free will people, they have it. So we have to learn as parents that we have to take our hands off the situation. We have to learn as parents that our children have to bear their own burdens. See, you're not strong enough to carry the cross of your child. See, we're not even strong enough to carry our own cross. At the end of the day, who paid for our sins was Jesus Christ. So they let you know that he carried the cross of the Mount, of the Mount Calvary, you can't do it. You're not strong enough. So at the end of the day, you have to put your own burdens 
Your own mistakes, your sins have to go on the back of Jesus Christ. So how can you carry someone else's cross when you ain't even strong enough to carry your own? The children have to be responsible for their own. You know, I had a friend, some friends who had a, a family member, an uncle that was on drugs. And they was living with the grandmother. And the uncle was still, he was still jewelry, he was still money, he was still rent money. And they would get to the point where they would want to beat their uncle up. This human, human, human nature. Anytime somebody's hurting you or hurting somebody, you're going to want to do that. So I understand where they were coming from. You know, you're stealing money, you're taking rent money, you about to put us out on the streets because you, you so selfish that you want this stuff for themselves. But the uncle's mother, their grandmother, time and time again would save him. Bring him back in the house. He'd be there a couple of days, do something else stupid. Steal something, take something else. She became his crutch. She was so dependable that he depended on her more than anything else. And time and time again, this man, he kept doing the same things. And she kept doing the same things, trying to save him. Sometimes, parents, you become your, a crutch for your kids because we're too busy trying to save them from their mistakes that they become more dependent on us than they are on themselves and they become more dependent on us than they are on God because we're always running to save them. Mom and dad is going to save the day. It's like that movie came out, I think, in the 80s or early 90s, Mom and Dad Saved the World. we always running to try to save them from their mistakes that they don't ever learn responsibility and we become a drug to them even if they're not on drugs just be, if they just doing things that are not right and they keep finding themselves in situations that are ungodly or situations that can lead them down a wrong path and that parent run in save them we become like a drug we become their crutch they handicap, and we become the tool that they use to help keep them up, right? We become that crutch because we're too busy trying to save them, but yet it puts wear and tear on our spirit, wear and tear on our bodies, wear and tear on our minds. We become depressed because we're trying to fix a situation that we have no control over because it's not our cross to bear. It's not our mistake. It's our children's mistake. But yet we keep running to try to save them. You can't save them. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can't save a person who don't want to be saved. That person continues to make that mistake because they know that you are going to help them. Parents, allow these children to make these mistakes. Allow these children to be responsible for their own mistakes. We got our own cross we got to bear. You can't continue to try to save someone who don't want to be saved. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about spiritually. I'm talking about physically saved. <clears throat> it's a young man that my wife was his sister principal. This young man, time and time again, finds himself in jail. 
But you know what? This young man, every time he gets into a situation, his mom and dad bails him out. Bails him out. And you know what he do? He's out for a few months. He goes right back in doing the same thing. Selling drugs, carrying guns, shooting at people. Over time and time again. And the mom and dad runs to go save him. Spend countless of money. Hundreds of thousands of dollars on this young man. Bailing him out of jail. Paying for his lawyers. And you know what he does? He does the same thing over and over again. Because the parents are, are, are looking at his mistakes as their mistakes. They're trying to fix the situation as if they were making it. You can't do that. You can't fix someone else's situation as if it's your own. To a person can own up to their own mistakes, he or she is going to continue to make it. It's just like a drug addict. And you can't take them off the streets, drop them off in, in rehab and walk away and say, I did that thing. Because you know what's going to happen? As soon as they walk out the door, because they didn't want to get off drugs anyway. Because if they did, they would have went down on their own. You know what they do? Countless of times people tell you, you can't save a drug addict if they don't want to be safe. You know what they're going to do? They're going to go right back out there and start smoking again. Stealing again. Doing whatever they need to do to fix their habit because they was not ready to be fixed. You try to fix the situation as if you was in it, but you're not. So parents, you can't bear your children burdens. Allow them to make mistakes and fix it on their own. This is something that was heavy on my heart and I had to get it out. So this is the Reverend Jerry Webb coming to you from Divining Minds Podcast and let you know it is not your cross to bear. Thank you.